You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. This is Michael McIntyre here at the Next Level Podcast here in Studio M, live in Dallas, Texas. Thank you for joining us today. You might be driving in the car. You might be jogging at the gym. You might be lifting weights. You might just be uh, staring outside, out the window. I don't know, but I'm glad that you're listening. Thank you. Remember to subscribe and share and help build this podcast. We want to be a fasting, fast growing business Christian relationship podcast in the country. Hey, I got a special person here today, and we're going to start doing some podcasts this year. And this is one of the things that we're kicking off for the new year. And I'm real excited. I've got my best friend, my confidant, my lover, my amazing, beautiful wife, Stacy. Hello. Happy New Year, everybody. There she is. And I know many of you have been saying, man, we want to hear from Stacy. And I said, I know. And so by the grace of God, the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ, she is here. And, and twisted arm. And twisted arm. And twisted arm. Not too twisted, though. It wasn't that big. Nah, it wasn't too, too hard. Not too bad. So, sweetheart, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I just ready for this new year to get started. Exciting new things ahead and saying goodbye to some old things from this last year. Yeah. And so, you know, we had some great times this last year and some difficult times, did we not? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's true for everybody. I mean, you know, I don't think I've ever had a year of no, no, no issues. <laughs> if I did, I was probably a baby and didn't understand. And maybe I had, you know, just a diaper rash a couple of times. <laughs> I just don't remember. But yeah, you know, everybody goes through issues, don't they? They do. Yeah. One of the things that we talk about at Next Level Experience is, you know, things are not always as they seem, yeah. as they say, and things aren't, you know. And there's no perfect. None. It doesn't. The only one was perfect was Jesus. Yes. Yeah. And our God is perfect. Thank you, God. Yeah. And so, yeah. So let me ask you this, Stacey. I know that I've been doing these podcasts a long time. Mm -hmm. I think you've been on maybe four of them over the last maybe. three, maybe four maybe. of them last four or five years. So what, you know, this year was a big year. I mean, we did so many different things this year. And mm -hmm. one of the big things that we did was Echoes of Creation. Yeah. And that came from the Holy Spirit with you. Yes. And, and why don't you share how all of that came about? Because I want everybody to hear from you on how that came about. And because I think it was crazily, wildly successful. It was our financial disaster for the year, but, but it was a crazy, wild, successful Holy uh, Spirit, Holy Spirit event. So yeah. why don't you share with everybody what how that came about? Yeah, I mean, I think this thing has been building me, I think, my whole life. I really got to know the Lord through movies like Helen Keller's story. What was it called? The Miracle Worker. And, oh, she was the blind girl, yes. Yeah, and books like Corey Tinboom. And, you know, I, I think that being in, I think any kind of media, whether it medium, whether it's books or movies or 
even music that that really led me to Jesus. And so I think that really Echoes of Creation was a culmination for me of bringing these all of these things together in art as well, going to plays and musicals and things like that in my life really brought me to know Christ. And so I think that the world needs to know him and the way that they will know him is through art. And I, I can't emphasize that enough. And I think so many young people, children are not, are not brought around that. And it it really doesn't always have to, you know, it doesn't have to cost money or anything like that, but to show them the finer things of learning and, and growing and art and things like that. I just think that Echoes was brought out of that. And a few years ago, God showed me Revolution of Love. And what what he showed me out of that is we are to show love to the world as Christ, you know, he was the first revolutionary and it's it was a love thing and he he was radical love. And so we're called to be that and we just kind of forget that sometimes mm-hmm. and don't live that out and and put it out there in the world the way that he calls us to do that. It's true. And I think what you're saying is great about art because God's the creator, right? He, yes. He's created everything. The ultimate. The ultimate creator. I mean, if you go to the Grand Canyon, that's some of the most beautiful oh, you know, yes. landscaping art in the in the, on the planet. You, yes. go to the, you go to the Himalayas or you go to Mokich, what's that, Capuchico or whatever that place. <laughs> I don't know that one. The one beautiful place there and. I think it's in India somewhere. I don't know. But yeah, and you know, Niagara Falls, you name a thousand different places. But so one of the things that that I remember on Revolution of Love mm-hmm. that you had talked about yes. years ago yeah. is you see people coming up and giving their testimony and giving yeah. their testimony. And so yes. talk about that. Yeah, I think, that was I think kind that was... of a little, that was even different than, than Revolution right. of Love. But if I, I see stadiums of people giving their testimony. And, you know, 20 minutes at a time, kind of like people do TED Talks, Mm -hmm. you know, and giving their testimony and activating people into what they've, you know, been brought through and what God has anointed them in. Right. And so one of the things that, you know, Stacey and I have been married 38 years. Thank you, Jesus. And it's all been perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been easy, easy peasy. Oh, you know, you know it. (laughs) Since you have two very strong willed hard-headed people, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And yeah. And by the grace of God, we're still standing. And look, and, and we'll talk about that later. But all right. So one of the things that we both experienced is we both come from a divorced family, right? Mm-hmm. My mother's been married and divorced four times, your father and mother twice. And so we both come from broken families. And there was a lot of drug abuse in our families too. Mm-hmm. And in my family, there was alcoholism, Addiction. addictions in your family too. And one of the things I remember, and the only reason I'm bringing this up, because we went, we spent a weekend at Hazleton one mm-hmm. time up in Minnesota, which is one of the uh, premier uh, rehab places. In fact, Elvis stopped there for 15 minutes in 1977. And God blessing me didn't stay. So, but at any rate, when we were, I remember, I'll never forget when we were there 
and it was for a family member of ours. And so we were there and for family week. And so the normies, as they called us normies, we, we would go to this big auditorium at nighttime to hear testimonies. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I don't know if you were, but I think you were, but we, I think we were captivated by those testimonies. Yes. And it was like, th- these people would get up and speak for like an hour. And it felt like they were only on the stage for five minutes. It was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I can't wait till tomorrow night. And so I think w- what what I love about what you're saying is I see that because I remember when we first went to Upper Room, the first probably the first six months, they had testimony night, mm-hmm. and the people got up there and gave their testimonies. And I think I was riveted because yeah. it, you know, as the Bible says, your faith is increased by hearing, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just captivated by that as much as I was captivated about hearing about the stories of addiction and how people overcome that. And it's it's the overcoming story. So yes. so when you shared that about their testimonies, I had that clear vision because mm-hmm. I think it's fascinating. So tell me, tell tell our audience this. What what is it from that that brought you all the way to Echoes? Well, I mean, they're they're kind of different things, really. I mean, God has given me a lot of different visions of things to come and what we're going to do. And so they're kind of two different things. I think Echoes was more bringing in all of the arts and, and that type of thing, because really the thing that breaks down in society and in in the world and when when you have you know a democracy what breaks down is the arts that's the first to go and when you take the beauty out of everything you take the learning you take the knowledge out of everything and then you take away people mm. and so you know and god brings all this beauty and all of this to us And when you get down to just basic living in that, you're really missing the color and the beauty of what he has created. Yeah, it's the texture of life, right? It's, 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 you know, I mean, you go to any Soviet bloc countries or any of the, you know, behind the Iron Curtain back in the day or the the, the communist countries, it's mostly drab. Right? That's right. And it's it's dark and it's yes. dingy and, and dull and dull and yeah. boring. And it's it's just it's just not life in there. And so I think what I what I love you say, hear you saying is that this this is why we've got to have the, the echoes of creation was the echo of his creation yes. as it comes through in art forms. Yes. Whether it's singing, whether it's painting, whether it's Movies. acting, whether it's script writing. That's right. Whatever. And so all right, but I, I want to try to get this revolution of love and okay. figure this out. Okay, I know I know you kind of have a you don't quite understand revolution of love. I, I think I do, but I want to I want to see how we leapfrog from that to echoes, <laughs> and I and I know I know it's different. I get yeah, that. like all these things are a little different. They are, but they've got even, a, they got a common thread. Even revolution of love is different than people giving their testimonies and how I saw I that, that vision. I get that. So revolution of love is a movement, Okay. a movement for people to show love, the God's love in the world. Okay. So I see the way I envision this is I see a lot of people coming together and we are God's army 
and we are marching and we are loving and we are showing love. That's how, that's how we know that we're different than any other people in the world is showing God's love. They see it in our eyes. Mm. They see it in our actions. They see it in the love that we show other people. It's good. Does that make sense? Yeah. hundred percent. I, yeah, I so it's a movement. Yeah. Revolution of love is a movement. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and all right. So, you know, people are going to ask us, are we going to do echoes of creation again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, yeah. I think that I think that there's no way we can't do it again. I, I'm not sure when I, I want people banging down my door and begging for it. <laughs> yeah, really. I think you gotta, it I think, took it took out. It took a, it took it took a, a lot pound out of flesh. It took a yeah, pound of flesh. It did. It, it really did. And people showed up. Oh, fantastically the most beautiful i mean we had you know carrie lloyd who was mm-hmm. just uh, i was talking to tina uh, pew today and she says she was phenomenal yeah tina was phenomenal and we had so many you know we had mike manny and we had carrie solomon and, and chuck Kozelman, god's not dead and one and two and movie makers and so Lake canica Lake canica was great victory yeah. boyd uh, Trinity anderson it was Phenomenal. We had Chris Turner and Hannah Aaron. I uh, guess that, you know, the the benches were deep with they were. Uh, artists. They were. And so, and then, and then I, all right. So, yeah. And we, we want to do, you know, we're talking about this and we, everybody says, yes, we got to do it. And everybody tells us, you know, the first event's always the hardest, oh, you know? yeah. especially if you're going to do an annual event. Okay. And so we're in prayer on that. If you have suggestions for us out there, we're favored for those suggestions because yes. we, we don't know. We don't. This, Stacey and I really, we stepped out of our comfort zone we on did. Echoes of Creation. We did. And, you know, we see things that we would change, of course, and and you learn and, and you grow. And we, you know, we have many more ideas. Yeah, we do. And one of the things Stacy came up with that I thought was brilliant was maybe the, if we do another Echoes mm-hmm. of Creation is have a segment for culinary. Art, yeah, yes, yes, and, and I think photography, and, too. yes, photography, yeah. still and and video, and I think that would be good, yeah, both. And so, yeah, we're just we're just we're 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 plotting the scheme, yes, and figuring and, it out. You know, one of the one of the main things that I wanted to provide with Echoes was a way to have artists be able to do business and to learn the business of their art. And so I think that's something that I would come very strong at next time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, you know, we, we don't like the word starving artists. We want to hear an abundance of life in art, artistry. And so, uh, yeah, I agree. And all right. So, you know, right now, so I, I want to share a little bit about what we're doing right now. So right now we're watching this one movie and it's, and it's, I think tonight will be the third night we finally get through this movie. Yeah. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. The Covenant. And yeah. it's really interesting. And I don't think it's a true story, but I think it depicts maybe of how things happened over there. The way that it was. The way yeah. that it was. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's intense. It is. And so Stacy and I, we're big movie advocates. And so we go see a lot of movies and We've had our daughters go see a lot of movies. And so Stacy wanted to go see another movie this week. And we went to the theater to see this movie. And so, and no, <laughs> what baby? It was hard movie. It was. And it was called the iron claw. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing I really recommend, but it was really done well. Yeah. I, I really thought it was going to be about leadership and, and, 
athletic ability and that type of thing, which there was a little Some bit of, of athletic ability in there, but it was a tragedy. It was a real life, yeah, true story tragedy. It was a Shakespeare and, tragedy. Yeah, and I think the only reason I really wanted to was because I'm from Texas, I'm from Dallas, and this family was from Dallas. Yeah, and I remember I got here in, uh, I moved to Dallas in 1980. 80, no, 1982, 1982, 1982, and this family was was becoming famous in the in the early 80s, and or they already were, they famous. already were, they were already yeah. famous. They're a wrestling family, and they're called the Von Erics. And it was bizarre because I, every time I turned around, I'd hear on the news one of them killed themselves. And yeah. so, but the movie was really, it was hard to watch. It was, and we went. Did we go on Christmas Day? Yes, we did. <laughs> and so we or took Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve day, yeah, yeah. We took we took Brecca and Casey with us and Brianna. Anyways, it took a minute to get over that one. So if it did, it if really you, did. Don't 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 not unless you really want to. If you're a big, if you want to you wrest- yeah. cry a lot, and if you're a wrestling fan. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. if you're a big w- WWE, WWE fan, which I think is all cr- crazy. But that's fake. okay. Yeah. And I, and I, and I kept thinking, I, I remember when they first started telling Stacy said, this is just, this is fake. This is junk. And they kind of admit that, you know, in a certain way, but these guys are fit, obviously. They, they have to be. Yeah. And what they do is punishing to their body. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, uh, yeah. So, what other movie? Oh, I know Oppenheimer. Did you like Oppenheimer? I did. I did. What didn't you like about it? Mm, it was sad too. Yeah. I felt like it was a sad story. And I think that the, I don't know, Oppenheimer was a very deep and dark person. He mm-hmm. went through a lot. He did. Yeah. Genius. Yes. What I loved is how Albert Einstein was in this movie. Yeah, he showed up there. Yeah, and I thought that was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And I loved the movie. I thought it was. I thought the acting was fantastic. I thought. Well, it I, sure did well. It the did. did. Yeah. Very what, well. was re- what was really interesting is Barbie came out the same day this one, and did. we saw both. We saw both, and I know there's a lot of. I know some of you Christians out there, and I get it. You know, throw Barbie under the bus, but I thought it was really good. I thought it was great. I enjoyed it, and but it, I'm not. I'm not you know, religious. Right. Yeah. We just love Jesus. (laughs) That's right. That's right. More than anything. But we have three daughters and we kind of, and Stacy grew up with Barbie and we've got three daughters and, and we have a lot of Barbie memorabilia here at the house. And so, and we bought all them stuff, Barbie. In fact, we just bought our granddaughter, a Malibu Barbie set house. House, Yes. And our grandson, a Hot Wheels set. So are some of you boomers? We're old fashioned. We're old fashioned. And yeah. Anyways. All right. So let's talk about books. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about books. And I don't know if you want to share a book that you're reading right now. (laughs) <laughs> or no, you don't want to. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, All right. It's up to you. Yeah, the Bible. Yeah. Well, I know you read the Bible. You now. Let, let me ask you a question, Stacy. Because yeah. when I, you're an avid reader, and I've always been amazed over yeah. the years. You would sit there and burn through two books a week. Yeah. I mean, just amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, sometimes I don't. Yeah, but, but you have. 
pretty yes. consistently. You always mm-hmm. like to go find a book. Yes. And I know it, well, back in the day, and even every now and then, we'll go to book Barnes and Noble, the, the last one remaining. Exactly. And walk through there, and you'll find something. I know. I miss the, I miss all of the bookstores. I know, and they they do have a comfort feeling to them. Oh man, I used to live in them practically, and not yeah, I love it. Hey, do you ever go to the half price bookstore? Oh no, 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 no. no. only Barnes and Noble. Yeah, well, it, the half price bookstore has a bad vibe. Oh, I didn't know. I've never been in one, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we don't do that. All right. So, all right. So let me see. You want to mention any books that you'd like to read lately? Or are they just been mostly like, you know, mm-hmm. books that nobody would really care about? Yeah, they wouldn't care. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> all right. So you want to talk about and I wanted to have this conversation with Stacy because I think I think people want to know what is going on with Stacy. And you know, she's very I'm, I'm mysterious. She is very mysterious. And that's why I love her. And and that she's beautiful and she's a great wife and she's an amazing mother. And so let's talk about what shows we're watching. You wanna do that? Well, maybe not. I mean, that's not really who I am. I know, but, but that I know that's your favorite thing is to you th- watch you think shows. Favorite thing? Or, All right, so we just know. finished the crown, did we not? We did. All right, so what in what did you think? And and everybody knows how the crown ends. I mean, it's just yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. you, you, if you haven't, you you don't care anything about world yeah. news anyway. Yeah. But it was very emotional this year for me. Well, yeah, I mean, it was. It's it's really tough. I mean, I, I don't want to give away anything that for right. people that aren't watching it right now. Well, I mean, everybody knows what happened to Princess Diana. I, I everybody know. knows what happens, you know. And I just, you know, I really just loved her a lot. Yeah. And she wasn't perfect. Princess Diana. Right. Yeah. Wasn't perfect. But she gave and gave and gave mm-hmm. until the end. And I think that she was misunderstood. And I really admired her as a mother mm-hmm. and she loved her kids the way I feel like I love my kids, you know, just with everything and yeah. would give anything, yeah, give up anything for her kids. Yeah. And so. Um, and you have sacrificed for your children. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so. All right. So for me, the crown, I love history. I love, I'm a big history buff. Right. Okay. And so I learned a lot about the history of Queen Elizabeth King. How it all worked. Worked and how it started. Yeah. And for the longest time, I always, I always looked down on the Royal family. Yeah. Okay. Cause I felt, I felt that they were just a bunch of welfare recipients on the state. And it always intrigued me and how dedicated the British are to the crown. And to the royal family. Mm-hmm. And I know there's people over there that don't like them. That aren't. I, that That's aren't. Right. I, and I know it's a small majority, a small minority, though. But it's, and I loved, loved, loved watching how it went from, you know, the early prime ministers to Winston Churchill to all the way up to Tony Blair. And I just think that was utterly fantastic. The other thing it did for me is I paid more attention to Queen Elizabeth while she was alive when the crown was going on which was really good for me because I got to learn that Billy Graham brought her to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Even though she was the head of the Church of England, she probably believed. I, I imagine she was a believer, maybe not like we are today and back in that period of time because it was very stoic and very religious, I mm-hmm. think. 
very Protestant and anti-Catholic. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Church of England, yes, very, very, against very against the Catholicism. Catholicism. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of healing over time. And I don't know when it all started occurring. Yes. But I know that there was all kinds of different controversies about that. But I did learn you know, when Billy Graham did go to Buckingham Palace and had a private uh, meeting audience with the queen. She was captivated by him. Yes. And I thought that was, well, she probably was before that. Even right, watching, right. watching him on him. television. Yes. Which we all did. Right. Yes. And I, I love that, that he got to preach the gospel to her mm-hmm. in a charismatic evangelical way. And I thought, uh, I just thought, you know, he got this give her, you know, the, the Trinity and, and she probably learned it in a different way than she did going to the Church of England, I assume. Yeah, I maybe and and maybe it was a conversation that she was really looking for on a deeper level with someone. I, I think that that she already knew all of it and and had it in her head, but maybe he brought it into her heart. Amen. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is yeah, she was very smart and she was taught everything about yes. the, uh, in the about the church and theology of sorts. But I think he did open up her heart because she did have she summoned him to yes. Buckingham Palace. She asked him to come there. Yes, and I think it was because watching him on television and him being evangelical or preaching, mm-hmm. he she wanted she knew that there was something different about Billy there Graham. More there, there was, was more than what she was getting. Yeah, just like. And and so anyways, I love that. And then I heard before she died, she said that if she hopes that Jesus comes back while she's alive, mm. so she can cast her crown at his feet. Yes, that that made me cry. You. Yeah, it'll wreck you. <laughs> I just love that because the queen was very stoic and very, you know, she was very queen, queenie, right? And in fact, I feel the Holy Spirit just saying that. Yeah. And anyways, I just... I found her very interesting, and the more I watched The Crown while she was alive, the more I learned about her mm-hmm. as a human being. And then I remember during twenty uh, the pandemic, during the height of COVID, mm-hmm. she got on and gave a national speech, mm-hmm. which she did, and, he, and it was beautiful. And that woman lived a hard life. Mm-hmm. She suffered a lot. And, you know, even after... She gave, let them get married, Charles and Camille get married, you know. Then she had her son, Prince Andrew, get, you know, in trouble. And and then Harry. And it's just, she, the woman had a hard life. And she sacrificed everything. She did. And, and she, she did. And, and you saw that in the last couple of crowns, in, in the last couple of uh, episodes. episodes. She really, you saw what she gave up, what she, you know, could have, her life could have been, been different. different right? But you just don't know. And she st- and she just she was just she was a rock when we needed a rock. And not yeah. just England, I think the United States. I'll never forget at 9/11. I'll never forget it. At 9/11, right after 2 days afterwards, it might have been tw- within 24 hours after the trade center went down and after the attack, the queen ordered the Buckingham Palace, the royal the royal orchestra outside in front outside of buckingham palace and they did the 
the United States national anthem. Mm -hmm. And that brought tears to my eyes at the time because it was just so beautiful. And it was just them standing firm for us mm -hmm. as an ally. And it just gave me a sense of pride and also gave me a sense of peace knowing that we weren't in this battle by ourselves. Yeah. And the queen ordered that to happen. I just thought it was beautiful. Um, so you really have become an Anglophile kind of. Yes. Right? Yes. And whatever that means. Yeah. But I trust it means something good. All things English. <laughs> All things English. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes the word file at the end is not a good thing. So, <laughs> but I'm going with you, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's one thing that you have is a massive vocabulary. When, right. you, when I use it. When you use it. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. All right. So, uh, all right. So I want to, I want to, I want to ask you if, so the crown was probably one of our best all time binging watching deals. And mm -hmm. so we really enjoyed that. If you could go back and watch something else, and I'm going to mention this, oh, what, 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 what would it be? What would you like to watch again? Cause we've done it one time. And I want to see if you remember. Downton Abbey. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Now, why did you like that so much? Um, I just, I like that time period mm -hmm. of how they lived and how um, uh, everybody worked together. There was a purpose. Mm -hmm. And it, it might have looked like there was upstairs, downstairs, but everybody was happy in where they were at. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think God wants us to all know where we're at, like where our position is and where he has us and what he has us doing and where he wants us to go. And so I think that's what I loved about it, it because it all worked like clockwork and everybody worked together. Yes, there were problems in the show. There were people had problems like we all do in life, but it was beautiful to see. It was like an orchestra. I love the way you tied that into biblical. And mm -hmm. I, you know, I think it's so true. And I think, yeah, I, you know. I mean, if I look at the Matrix, okay, the first Matrix, it was biblical, you know, and the way, you know, the name Trinity and the way they set it up. And there was a lot of biblical references in that too, the one. And yeah, and I think that's one of the things that Stacey and I really want to bring, bring back to Hollywood and bring back to the screen is Judeo-Christian values, even if it goes covert. I mean, like, even if you look at Narnia, right? Yes. You know, there's a lot of people that went to that movie and didn't see the allegory. Yeah. Right. They were just entertained. But it was but it was there and it's a seed that was planted. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And yeah, so I love, you know, I mean C.S. Lewis, what a genius. Mm. What an absolute genius. Yeah. And who's the guy that brought him to Jesus? Uh, I I I know it'll come to you, but I, I find it all fascinating since Tolkien. Yes. Was you, uh, was it Tolkien? Are you sure? Okay. And so I just find it interesting how all this stuff. Or it could have been the other way around. I don't Might have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember. I can't right remember. Now. But it's just really interesting because I think, you know, C.S. Lewis was really, I, I love his quotes. I love, I love his quotes. And then, yeah. And so Bonhoeffer, mm -hmm. another great man, yeah. right? Another fantastic. And it's sad to see how he died and he didn't get the fulfillment of what he wanted to see, mm -hmm. you know. But I mean, listen, neither neither did Moses. That's right. You know, and neither, you know, David, right? That's David right. didn't get to build the tabernacle, you know. Yeah. And so it, it's just fascinating how God 
takes these broken people mm -hmm. and flips them around for, for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they get to see stuff, but that gives us faith that there's heaven and it gives us faith there's everlasting life. And if we believe that and the only way to heaven is through him, right? Jesus. Yeah. And I think. Well, I think also we want him to use us up until the very end. Yes. And he did with Moses. I he mean, did. and even though Moses, it didn't go exactly how he wanted it to he, 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 his life was meant totally for God right. the whole way through. So true. And from, you know, and it, just the miracle of Moses, really, I mean, just yeah. for him even being, you know, saved from Pharaoh, That's you know, right. and, and, you know, Pharaoh saved him and, yeah. then, and, and then raised him, raised him and then left and almost got killed by yeah. Pharaoh, you know, yeah. so it's just truly fascinating. So, all right. So, Stacy, let me ask you this, because you know Stacy's the the really brains behind oh, all goodness. curriculum that we do oh, with, with Next Level Experience and Leadership Three Hundred, and and so we're thinking about doing a marriage deal. What what scares you or what excites you about doing a NLE marriage program? Well, first of all, it's daunting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is a daunting subject. Yeah, I think that it's one thing that. I, I feel that we've been able to weave a beautiful life together. And I don't know, uh, you know, do you, how, how do you teach that? How do you show that? And, you know, that, that it's a daunting thing. And it, it, it feels, it feels like a very heavy responsibility to me because I take it, everything we do, I take very seriously. And so I, I would just, I I want God to come in and touch these lives in the way that he wants to. Yeah. So I need to let go and let him do it. So yeah. it, as I'm talking to you, I realize that it's not my burden to carry. Come on, sister. I love that. So here's here. I get excited about it. I know you do. I mean, I just do, you know, of course, a new program is fun, but oh, goodness. I think, I think, you know, just like next level experience, I think it's experiential learning. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, experiential learning. And for those of you who haven't done next level experience, it's it, experiential learning is like, like we all learn how to ride a bike by experiencing it. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, but, and once you mastered that bike, then you can lay it down for 30 years and still pick it back up again. And you remember, and you remember driving a car is experiential learning. You know, you experience it flying an airplane. If you're a pilot, you experience it. So, I think marriage is also experiential learning. Oh, it is. And I think it's it's real time, real life learning. Yes. And I think it's real problems and real victories. Uh -huh. Okay. And, and there and and like with any time you have an issue come up between the because two people are never gonna see things as eye to eye in the same way all the time. And so as you as you know, different things. Every day is a new day, first of all, yeah. in a marriage. It, is. it should be. And if it's not, there's you, something you, wrong. Yes, there's something wrong. And so when something comes up and you're, you, you know, every time there's a, you have a choice to make a different decision, mm. you don't have to stay with something like, like if somebody, if, if your husband said, well, your mother did that always the same way. And you, and you can show, hey, look, we can change. We can do things differently. And so, you know, I think you can make a different choice every moment in how you're going to show up in a marriage 
and how you're going to react or not react to things. Yeah. And that's good. That's really good. And yeah, it's all about experiential learning. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I don't think anybody has got it mastered. I don't think it's ever completely mastered. I think, I think it's constantly a work in progress. Yes. I know for me, and I, and I think it's probably for everybody that everybody looks at it from their point of view that they're doing the best they can. But I think sometimes there's huge blind spots that we don't see. Yeah. And I think we need to trust our partner that they are doing the best that they can. That's good. And there's always more. There's always a different way to do things and more. And so I think that once we get that in our head, that we trust our partner to be to be having our best interests. And there shouldn't be anybody that you each have the better interest of each other than anybody else. Yeah, it's a, it, it, it should be a complete 100% partnership. Yeah. And yeah, holy matrimony, right? It, yeah. Holy means perfect. And, and and every day is going to be different. Some days are not perfect. There's there there can be many hard days in marriage, but you don't walk away from it, and you don't you know you you stay in there and keep giving it your all. Yeah, you know one of my favorite shows on marriage is Everybody Loves Raymond, mm-hmm. and I think it probably depicts the most real things that happen in a marriage that that are real life things. And of course they make a lot of comedy out of it too, which I think is good. Listen, if you're not laughing at yourself, sometimes you have to laugh. You you do. You can't take yourself so serious all the time. All right. So Stacey, this has been great. And I love having you on here and I want, I want to have you on again next week. And I want to next week, maybe we talk about parenting. Uh I don't know. We can talk about money. We can talk about parenting. We can just talk about, I just want to have conversations with Stacy. Yeah. That's all I want. I've been wanting to do this and I'm thank you, Stacy, for coming on here. And I thank you for wanting me. Are you kidding? I, I always want you. And I, I love your voice. I love your wisdom. You are my rock and my anchor and my, my, my forecast. And mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing being married to you. So well, you're my hero. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I know I sometimes shoot myself in the foot as Just a hero. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So any scripture you want to, that you're settling on right now? Oh, gosh. That comes to mind? You know, I think the one I always fall back on is he never leaves us or forsakes us. Mm. I think really that about says it all for me, mm-hmm. especially when things are tough. It's just like, you know, he never leaves us and he never forsakes us. Praise God. What about you? Yeah. You know, I, you, you know, I love John 10, 10 and the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life abundant. And I, and I, I, I stay on that good. And I also like that, you know, Jesus didn't come to condemn. He came to save. And I think, yeah. And, and, you know, and the holidays are always difficult for certain people. And I know that I hear stuff out there and, and I have, I have my, my stuff too, but I just know that if I keep looking at Jesus, keep seeking for him and keep thanking him and praising him, life is abundant. And yeah. And I, I think too, you know, going into that, I think like, I think sometimes when we've lost people that are really close to us, the holidays sometimes aren't the same. Yeah. And I I feel for all of you that have that same heart issue, um, 
we want to keep on living for the loved ones that are here. We love them so much, but we want them to experience the ones that are gone as well. We, for some reason, as humans, we want to keep it all going. Mm -hmm. We want, we want the great grandparents here and we want everybody here. And so I feel for everyone that's lost yeah, somebody especially, this time of year. Yeah, especially if you just lost if this is your first year without yes. them, we bless yes. you, we pray for you. We know. Yeah. We both Stacy and I both have experienced death and from very close ones and loved ones and and that and going to the first everything, the first Christmas, the first Thanksgiving, the first birthdays, all that stuff, it's always difficult. And it does get easier over time. It does. And, but sometimes it catches you. It too. does. It will catch you and you get all of a sudden you start crying and you got the grief mm-hmm. uh, hitting you. And yeah. it's okay to grieve. It is. It's okay to feel that. And That's right. uh, yeah. And yeah. So anyways, we're thinking of you. We're praying yes. for you and uh, have a great week. Remember to share this with somebody you love or somebody you have an issue with that needs <laughs> to hear it maybe. Yeah. Subscribe. And yeah, so we're going to have some great guests on this year. We've been talking to some people. Tina is a new friend of ours at Destiny Publishing. And so we got to meet her and she was fantastic yes. at Echoes of Creation. And so we got to meet her and Larry Sparks. Uh, and that was really cool. Uh, and so she's going to bring some guests. So we're excited about that coming up. And so hopefully we'll be back and doing another one of these with Conversations with Stacy. And so how does that sound? We love you. We love our all of our people out there. Yes. So Thanks have for a listening. great day. Yes. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.